Hi, (laughs) and welcome to Connected the Podcast. I'm your host, Alexis Thomason. What we're discovering on this podcast is how to live a more connected life across body, mind, and soul. Today's episode is with the queen of health and wellness, Suzanne Nelson. She's owned a local health food store in Joplin, Missouri for 30 years, and she had some really great things to say. Also, since this podcast is about the soul, I just wanted to say that while her belief system may not necessarily reflect yours or mine, I still think there's something really valuable for all of us to learn here. Also, another another quick note. I'm mostly just listening here, but when I do speak, and especially if I laugh, it gets a little loud, (laughs) just so you're prepared for that. Okay, let's get started. I I have lots of juicy stories. (laughs) What kind of juicy stories? I mean, because there's just the story <laughs> about the health food. Uh huh. You know, if I just stick to that subject. You want to talk about your personal health and wellness routine? I think everyone would want to know because you look 27. Can I whittle it down to day to day? Absolutely. So for me, my morning starts with I'm getting up and then getting kids up. Um, I always pray a blessing over my kids every every day when they walk out the door. And then I make my tea. I like green tea. I like patearco, yerba mate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after tea, then I take some vitamins. And then I usually drink um, either like 16 or 20 ounces of fresh juice, green juice or carrot beet or something like oh, okay. that. Mm-hmm. And then I'll usually cut up a Granny Smith apple and eat it with almond butter. Oh, okay. Super for, yummy. Yeah. For, so that's like your breakfast? <laughs> that's my breakfast. Oh, cool. Okay. And then I'll take a few more vitamins. I found I have to huh. split them up or because I take a lot of vitamins. If uh-huh. I take too many, I'll choke on them. Yeah. <laughs> and that's scary. You know, you're like, yeah. okay, I'm yeah. taking vitamins. So I'm going to die. So. <laughs> Choked to death. <laughs> so, no, I do that too. Yeah, yeah. I learned how to spread them out. Yep. And, you know, not cram too many in at once. And I thought I remembered you saying you take some homeopathic remedies too. Is I do. That, yeah. yeah. I keep those in my bathroom because I like to take them uh, when I first wake up and before I go to bed. Okay. Kind of more on an empty stomach yeah. under the tongue. Uh huh. Liquids. Okay. Uh, for different things. Mm-hmm. Those have. Kind of more of a detox effect. So mm-hmm. I um, like most of those kind of are on my cancer regimen. I guess everything is, but mm-hmm. it, it, with there's a there, there's all sorts of regimens that are layered. But hmm. um, do you still keep your cancer regimen? Uh, yeah, I really do. Hmm. You know, having been in this business for so long, I've had my business almost thirty years. Um, you know, I thought I knew a lot about how to take care of yourself and was really following a great regimen. And then five years ago, as you know, I was diagnosed with cancer. Mm-hmm. And you kind of think, well, how did that happen? Mm. 
but you know, you never know. There's you can look back on a, a zillion things, but I realized that I could, uh, you know, up the ante and improve my diet and do a lot of other things. And it wasn't just diet, but it was, uh, you know, what what we're talking about: mind, body, spirit. Right. And uh, you know, I delved into the Bible. Uh, Following my diagnosis, I decided that for the first time in my life, uh-huh. I'm going to read the Bible from front to back. Wow! It, it, rather than just you know in pieces that mm-hmm. I had you know read scriptures over the years, and that drew me a lot closer to God. And I, I always felt like He'd wake me up at four in the morning, so mm-hmm. I would talk to Him mm-hmm. in the middle of the night for like an hour. I know a lot of people, when I present to them what I did mm-hmm. to overcome cancer naturally, they think, oh, I can't do that. Oh. Well, I wasn't really sure that I could do it either. Mm-hmm. But in praying about it, God gave me the willpower to do it. Wow. And so I was able to go on fasts, um, eat you know, just raw vegetables and drink fresh juices and give up so many of the foods that all the people around me were eating. Right. And I wasn't tempted by them. You Hmm. know, and and at the time, my kids were seven and 10. And I think any mom out there knows that that panic feeling if you think you're going to leave your kids without their mom when -hmm. they're really young. So that was a real driving force for me. And I realized there's a lot of fear, you know, with any kind of diagnosis um, of anything of that magnitude, you know, like cancer, you, most people just want to follow doctor's directions. Mm -hmm. And I prayed about it Mm -hmm. and I showed up for my first chemo treatment at cancer treatment centers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I knew on the way there, I wasn't going to do it. But I had to tell my oncologist to his face that God was going to heal me. Wow. And I'm not wow. doing chemo. That's I'm big. Go natural. <laughs> and, you know, and, you know, bless his heart, he really took it well. He was worried for me. And he said, I really want to have you come back every three months so we can continue scanning and doing blood workup and that kind of thing, which I was thrilled to do because, you know, there's, there's always a part of us that even though we're trusting God, it's still nice to just see from the science that mm-hmm. things are still going well. Right, 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 right. And so he released me about a year ago and said, I don't want to see you anymore. You're good. That's awesome. So I, yeah. I just have to really be thankful for God giving me the, the courage and the strength to do that. Mm. The most important thing for me right now is to continue to stick with it. You know, once you get that, okay, everything's great, your tendency is to want to go back and enjoy life maybe the way you did, which Mm -hmm. for me wasn't crazy because, Mm -hmm. you know, I love this lifestyle of eating healthy. Right. But, you know, you still want to maybe have one of those muffins when it comes out of the oven. (laughs) Those are so good. Mm -hmm. You know, something yummy every once in a while. And so I have to really fight getting carried away with that Mm -hmm. because I think 
every once in a while is okay, but yeah. for most personalities, it's mm-hmm. not that easy. The discipline. You know? mm-hmm. The discipline. So there's a lot to be thankful for, and I think that's the key. I, I don't stress that much. Um, I stress more over silly things than I do big things. Kind of gotten to the place where y- you stop caring, and, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but caring about what people think, like, oh, if you're not all put together, like, whatever. Right, or right, right, right. If, um, you know, if my house isn't perfectly clean, you know, <laughs> have some people over, something <laughs> like, like that, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, we're, we're good. But also in light of my shortcoming, I find it much easier to say, okay, I blew it tell people I'm sorry, I was wrong, Uh, those type of things that sometimes pride won't allow us to feel. And just being more real with people, like, Mm. you know, it's okay to um, make a mistake and admit it. And, And so I just don't worry about that kind of stuff as much as I used to. And that is very freeing in a way that it relieves a lot of stress. So you are a very spiritual person. I see that in working here. Um, and I, and I want to know what that looks like in relation to your commitment to health and wellness. So do you think that they both play off of each other? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Um, well, in, Thank you for that compliment. I don't know that anyone ever feels like they're very spiritual. (laughs) But I, um, you know, I I remember I had had my business maybe less than a year. And I was getting a little worried because it was still pretty slow. Nobody knew about me. Mm -hmm. And... Every day I had had this chair in the back room and I'd go back there and get on my knees and just pray, you know, Lord bless my business. You know, and then here I am about 28 years later mm-hmm. uh, with a, a, a very beautiful, successful business. So, of course, it, you know, just the ability to be able to work every day and be willing to work and work hard um, certainly adds to my success. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I have to thank God for, you know, blessing me with the health to work like I've worked and just the want to, you know, not everybody yeah. wants to work a lot. True, true, and, true, true. And that, that wouldn't be maybe their dream, but it was for me and I enjoy it. I enjoy helping people. And so it's all been, it's all just tied together. Mm-hmm. And then having a business like this and then being diagnosed with cancer and having all of these things at my fingertips and be surrounded with the many of the things that help me overcome my cancer, mm-hmm. you know, the teas that I drink, the juices I drink, all of that, it, it made it so much easier. Um, so that's why I also like making all of those things available to other people that are like-minded that mm-hmm. want to choose a natural path or even add it to uh, conventional medicine. Mm-hmm. Tell me about your new side. Uh, I just 
felt like I hadn't quite done everything I wanted to do here um, several years ago and bought some more land next to this building and kind of started dreaming about what I would do with that. And so having more produce was important. Um, Having a a bigger kitchen, more accessible and Mm -hmm. having the fresh juices a little easier and that kind of thing. So that was the main um, idea. And because there's more land behind it, uh, I was able to put, some gardens in so Mm -hmm. we're growing a lot of food and I think that's such an important uh, healing aspect that anybody could incorporate even with a tiny patch of land or their backyard or even some pots Mm -hmm. um, is just grow a garden Mm -hmm. you know and it's really exciting to (laughs) grow your own food and go harvest it and eat it and and it's you, you know where it came from, and right? It, it's very healing to do that, and uh, it reminds us where our food comes from. So that those were the main things. Of course, there's a lot more groceries here because um, mm-hmm. I feel like there you can't get enough uh, healthy food. Right? And there's so many right grocery stores or food establishments that offer food that. Um, I feel like has too many chemicals and mm-hmm. food colors and artificial sweeteners and so Things. forth in them. Yeah. Right. So I just wanted to have more offerings for people to choose from. Do you want to talk about the big picture of health and wellness for you and what that looks like? You know, the, I'm just very conscious about what I put in my body. And so I try to make food my medicine and not just enjoy food and then take medicine to fix the problems that you end up from eating right. a certain way. A hundred percent. Yeah. You know? That's what I believe in too. And, and it, it, and on the front end, it takes a little bit of discipline, but once you get used to it, your taste buds change, right. mm-hmm. your kind of mental awareness about it changes. Right. And now if somebody offered me like, Oh, the other day we went to a wedding and I had a little taste of wedding cake and mm-hmm. it just literally tastes like I put a spoonful of sugar oh, in my mouth. Right. Yeah. And it, it doesn't appeal to me. I'm not even attracted to it. It's it's more of a turnoff. And so you just kind of get that way after a while, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I'm even there. And yeah. I, yeah, I've been vegan for almost two years now. And when, I, yeah, if someone offers me something and I take it, I'm, I'm blown away that I don't like it. Like a piece of wedding cake or something. I'm mm-hmm. like this, I don't even like this anymore. Like give me a fresh juice. Yeah. <laughs> like I enjoy that. Yes. It, it, it's funny. It, you know, I, I'm surprised that more people don't, mm-hmm. you know, aren't attracted to that. They, I think that there's a perception that it's either, completely out of reach or it's too expensive or all of those things. And and some of it could be, you know, juicing is, um, a, you know, there's not a juicer on in every kitchen. True. You know, yeah. And it, it is a lot of work, but certainly eating whole grains and vegetables is very simple. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, I always encourage people to buy like bulk rice and beans. And, um, it, you know, in years past, people would get fresh food all the time because we didn't have refrigeration like mm-hmm. we do now. And, mm-hmm. and, and so having fresh food available can, can certainly help. And then I encourage people to maybe do some cooking on a Sunday and freeze and refrigerate things. So you've got Mm -hmm. things that can last you all week. Or, you know, if you like fresh salads, I'll shred or chop a lot of things into individual Ziploc bags Mm -hmm. and then have those to pull out throughout the week to make salads and Sometimes something like zucchini will go bad or a cucumber, well, it's in its own bag, so I can throw that away. Right. But my shredded carrots are still good. My romaine is still good. Oh, that's a good my idea. My spinach is good. Mm-hmm. Um, the broccoli that I cut up was good. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's some things that have a little longer life, Um pre-chopped, but then all you're doing is assembling the salad and then Mm -hmm. putting your dressing on it. Same with like hummus, you Mm -hmm. know, you can make like a whole container of hummus and that'll keep like two weeks in the refrigerator, um, keeping some avocados. And I usually just slice that open right when I need it while I'm at the table, you know, I'll get a little powering Mm -hmm. knife and Mm -hmm. just cut it open while I'm eating my salad and those are, you know, just some things that make it easy. What do you eat with your salad usually? Or do you just eat a salad? Um, usually either hummus or the avocado, but I also like to make veggie burgers. Cool. And then I'll melt some vegan cheese on it mm-hmm. and grill some onions next to it in the same pan and then throw those on there. Mm-hmm. And that's really yummy and filling. It's amazing when you eat a lot of vegetables, how full you get. Right. Mm -hmm. So you don't need a whole lot of other food Mm -hmm. to go along with it. Mm -hmm. But soup, like this time of year, I love having some soup. Mm -hmm. And that's something that's easy to freeze if you want to make a big pot of soup. And usually what I'll do is, so I'll have like a week's worth of the raw veggies in the refrigerator already chopped. And at the end of the week, if some of them are starting to look like they need to get used up, I'll um, throw them in a pot with some vegetable broth and make a vegetable soup out of those. Starting with like, I'll grill the onions and grill the celery Mm because I always have those chopped for salads. And then I'll just add whatever's left. And sometimes I'll have... I don't know. You just get, you can get creative, you know, mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. else you can find in the <laughs> refrigerator that needs to get used up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, make a creative pot of soup or beans and rice. You know, two yeah, other things I always want to have because that's your complete protein. Mm-hmm. And for uh, bigger appetites, they're going to need that to mm-hmm. fill up. So my husband will have to have, you know, the, the beans and rice or quinoa or something additional with his salad mm-hmm. and potatoes. And he, he really likes to eat potatoes. I prefer sweet potatoes mm-hmm. and that's a nice side yeah, dish to a potatoes. salad. Okay. So people are thinking, Oh, right. She doesn't eat dessert. So, uh, <laughs> 
yeah. Yeah. So here would be my dessert. There there are a couple of bars that I like mm-hmm. um, that are I look at the sugar content and as long as it's like five grams or below, I really even prefer it to be like one or two. Uh, I'll have that. Um, other things is uh, like a fruit chia bowl. I love that oh. that we have on our menu here. Right. Yeah. And it's um, with the, the coconut, coconut milk with chia seeds soaked in it, mm-hmm. and it sets up to like a pudding consistency. Yeah. And then we put a fruit sauce and fresh fruit. So wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like to make protein shakes and. I call them that rather than smoothies because uh, like the smoothies we make here have a lot of frozen fruit. Right. I use less frozen fruits and unsweetened flax milk or almond milk and then a scoop of vegan protein powder. Okay. And that to me just tastes like a sweet treat. And if I want it to be a little sweeter, because everything I've added is unsweetened, mm-hmm. I'll put a couple drops of stevia. Okay. And or some people might prefer honey, but you're controlling, you know, how much sugar. And you, the the, the blueberry. I usually use blueberries hmm. as my fruit, just to reduce the sugar content. Blueberries are low glycemic. Okay. And then everything else is unsweetened, but. You know, you're, it, it's like a sweet treat to yeah. have one of those. Yeah, it's kind of sure. like a milkshake, but it's <laughs> alternative. It. Yeah. So I've just found things that I like, or I'll even go back and have another apple with almond butter. Perfect. For yeah. like a midday snack. It's perfect. Yeah. I, although I feel like you're usually eating lunch as your midday snack. True. Yeah. Like at three o'clock in three the afternoon. Three o'clock is when yeah. I eat lunch. Yeah. Dinner is <laughs> usually around seven yeah. to eight. Yeah. So... You talked about the spirit, the body, anything you want to say about the mind and your thinking and how all of those, keeping all of those in balance. I think the best way to keep a positive mind is just to be thankful Mm. Mm -hmm. and stop dwelling on what you don't have or didn't do and think about what you do have and what you have done and focus on that and that's something I have to remind my kids on a regular basis yeah, for sure. kids are great at knowing all the things they yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> comparing mm-hmm. themselves to everybody else mm-hmm. and, I'm still the kid in yeah. that situation <laughs> yeah. yeah so that's just my remedy is just to always be thankful you know I can be way more thankful to just the people around me um, you know, I think about, I need to be more thankful to my husband for, uh, what a great, you know, husband he is and mm-hmm. thankful to my kids, you know, mm-hmm. instead of just griping at them. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So there's just, you know, so many things. And I do make that a daily habit to be thankful. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, and then do you, do you have something in mind for how you keep all of those in balance? Or, or what would you... What? I think whatever works for the individual. Like for me, it's, you know, I have a couple times a day. And of course, always at mealtime, I'll be thankful and I add things I'm thankful for. Mm-hmm. But just driving down the road when things come to mind or when something is upsetting, 
Mm -hmm. I'll be thankful to, to help, you know, lift me out of whatever it is. Mm -hmm. That's connected to, um, eating well, which kind of lifts your spirits. Would you say too? Absolutely. You know, the few times that I've fallen off the wagon and felt like, you know, I wasn't taking care of myself and maybe I feel like my health is going backward instead of forward. It, it's harder to be positive if, if you don't feel well or if you're in pain. I think it's harder to be thankful. So the healthier we can be, the easier it is to be thankful mm -hmm. and that's more to be thankful for. So it, right. it's just so connected. It's yeah. like a circle. Yeah. And you're thinking God too. Right. Right. So it's just like this whole big circle of all of these things you have to keep in balance in order to live the healthiest life. Would, would you and, say? Yeah. And I, that can seem or sound overwhelming, but it's really not. Mm. It, you know, it's, it's what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And so Sometimes we just have to take a look at what else am I focused on? What else am I giving my time away to that I could rededicate to something else? You know, whether it be um, TV or social media or work, hmm. can I peel off an hour, you know, just an hour mm -hmm. and commit that to something else, mm -hmm. whether it be uh, chopping vegetables <laughs> right. or talking to God, reading the Bible, you know, mm -hmm. whatever it is that, um, you know, in your heart, you might need to improve on a little bit mm. and all of it works together. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That, that I love that. Yeah. That's what I need to hear. Is there anything specific that you would like to say about keeping all of those connected? Just not to be too hard on yourself. And, you know, when you feel like you've failed, just know that every day is a new day. So you just start over. Just say, okay, do over mm -hmm. and do a do over. Here we Don't go. Don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Thank you so much, Susan. You're welcome. Yeah. I'm really excited to put this together. And oh, good. Yeah. Um, and I know people are going to be really excited. Okay, Alexis here. Thanks so much for listening. I, I just always feel like there's so much out there about the mind and how to be better or the body and health and fitness or the soul and inner well-being, but nothing or at least not very much about how to connect all of those together. And that's why I made this podcast. So stay tuned as we interview more people in order to discover a more connected life. <laughs>